That's what I hear. You're going YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. What a mess. A oh, yeah? yeah? And so, um, your daddy didn't teach you to do this while you were growing up? No. You know how to fix a car? Uh, yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look like he's lying. <laughs> uh, do you know how to repair a car? Are you a millennial? I don't know. How old are you? 42. Oh, no, you're not a millennial. Yeah. And, and, and That's a Gen X. Yeah. That's a, a Gen X, you, you would know. You, uh, do you know how to fix a car? Yeah, probably. You're not sure? It really depends. So if the car breaks down on the road and your wife and kids and they're like, wait, I'll be back? I got to call somebody? Uh, it depends. I got going on. <laughs> Do you know how to repair plumbing? Not at all, no. Wow. Computer and plumbing is not the same. Live, live. Are you a millennial? Yes. Oh. You know how to cut the grass? Yes. Are you Mexican? I would lie. Mark, you know how to repair the plumbing? <laughs> very basic plumbing, very basic plumbing. Are we live? Yes. Oh, good morning. Oh, welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by calling 888. 888- Seven seven five three seven seven three, and go to the chat line for your questions and comments. All right, I do appreciate it. I would just ask the millennial guys: Do they know how to repair a car, repair the plumbing, or cut the grass? And so far, they don't. But do you guys know that's why you get married, so you can repair the plumbing, cut the grass, and repair the car? Y'all don't know that. <laughs> so what? What? Oh, that too. I bet you guys know how to make babies, huh? <laughs> so your fathers didn't teach you to do any of those things growing up. Wow. I want to ask Chris. Chris, you know how to invent the computer? Yeah, easily. You know how to invent the internet? Yeah. <laughs> now you're lying. It's simple. <laughs> Do you know how to repair the plumbing? Yeah. No, you don't. It, dep- it depends on what it is. What do you mean? Uh, I mean, if there's a cracked pipe, I would buy a new pipe. <laughs> like that's you know, a cracked pack pipe. A, yeah. If a pipe, if there was a leak and it's a cracked <laughs> pipe. That's amazing. Joel, do you know how to repair the plumbing? No, but you just look on YouTube. What? YouTube will tell you. Oh, it will? Uh-huh. About anything about a plumbing? Uh-huh. Oh. There's a lot of things i fixed that I've learned from YouTube. And do you know how to repair a car? You said what? Do you know how to repair a car? No. And so if it broke down, let's say you and your wife on the road, (laughs) and the car broke down, 
you have to go and do what? Would you leave her in the car? I'll be back. I got to go and call my daddy. <laughs> no. Triple A. Triple A. Well, of course, it depends on what exactly happened. The tire, you know how to change a tire. But if it broke down and like, the gasket blew or something, no. I feel sorry for the ladies. Uh, would you marry a man that doesn't know how to fish the plumber? Grace. <clears throat> I've never thought about that. But I would want <laughs> to marry someone that knows how to do stuff. Well, that should be part of the exam. When you first meet them, do you know how to fish the plumbing? So I should have a checklist? Yeah. Okay. You want to know if they can repair the plumbing, cut grass, okay. repair the lawnmower if it should break, and invent the internet. Okay. <laughs> if they say no, wrong guy. Okay. Right. Noted. <laughs> this, so how y'all doing? Any questions about anything? No? Yes, sir. I don't suppose you felt the earthquake we had a few days ago. Yeah, I did. Yes. Well, I was, pray I was praying when it happened. Oh, and no my wonder we had an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I thought this to myself. This prayer moved the earth. I thought to myself. God must have heard me. Evidently. Mm -hmm. And we all heard you too. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I felt that. Anybody first time here? Oh, is this your first time? Yeah. Amazing. How did you hear about us? Uh, my man right here. Right oh, on. Sorry about that. What's your name? Your first name? Eric. Eric, any question? Um, not, not, not right now. Have you watched any of the shows or anything? Of? My shows. Yeah. Online. Yeah. What did you think about them? Oh, I love them. Oh, good. I love them, yeah. So have you gone and forgiven your mother? Oh, absolutely. You went to her? No. Well, you haven't done it yet, then. Well, it's, it's happened inside within me. Beta. <laughs> <laughs> How does it happen inside? Well, I don't, I, just, I don't feel like I really have anything to forgive. But what, you said it happened on the inside? It's just an internal... I don't. I guess I haven't forgiven her because I don't feel like I need to. Oh, so she didn't do anything wrong while you were growing up? Nah, not that I. I'm she was aware perfect. Of. Not that I'm aware of. She yeah. was perfect. No. Nah. She made no mistake with you at all. Yeah, she she did. Like what? Um. I don't know. It's a hard question. Maybe um, she's too uh, overprotective when I was when I was younger. Was yeah. she? Yeah, like in high school, maybe a little too uh, sheltered. In, in what way? You know, I couldn't really go out and do, do normal stuff. With normal like what? Stuff. I don't know, like be out be out late or, you know, bring she girls let home. You? No. No. You need to go and forgive her for that. Okay. I mean, I don't feel... What did your father say when she won't let you? What was that? When your mother would not let you go out, would you tell your father? No way. No, I wouldn't even ask him. He definitely wouldn't let me, for sure. He would not help? Not at all. Oh, okay. No are you way. still living at home? Yeah. With yeah. your mother? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 27. Wow. Yeah. What's wrong? Well, you know, I gotta, I'm paying bills now. So, you know, she's... But why are you out on your own? Um, I know Haven't my parents... Have your friend talked to you about this? Yeah, he has, he has. 
Um, so why don't you have your own place? Well, my parents are old at this point. You know, my dad's retired. My mom's unemployed. So, well, she's recently employed, actually. But, um, you know, the bills are just kind of high, so we, we pitch in. You do what? We pitch in. We, 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 we pay who? the bills. Me and my brother. Your brother live at home, too? Yeah. Is this your brother? This is not my brother. No. Oh. And how old is he? He is 29. Wow. Yeah. Do you date? Yeah, I got a girlfriend. And you take her to your mama's house? I do, yeah. Uh, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel embarrassed taking your girlfriend to your mother's house? Yeah, yeah, sure, sometimes. I mean, not anymore, but, you know. You're accustomed to it now? I'm a cut, yeah. So you're not ashamed, embarrassed? Not anymore, no. So do you tell the girl, we going to my mama's house? Well, I, I, would, I would call it my house at this point. You would call it your house? Yeah. Uh, so you lie to her? Yeah. <laughs> You need to move out, man. You should be out on your own, building your own life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on it, yeah. Well, that's because your mother was too protected. Now you're still stuck to mama. Yeah. You're supposed to be gone at 18. Mm. And start your own life and do your own thing. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, for sure. But I don't feel like I have I don't have enough to pay for my own place and our place now, my parents' place. You don't need to pay for your parents' place. You made them pay for their own place. Yeah, you, but I don't, you're I don't want that. You not an investment. Huh? You weren't an investment that they made you so that you can they can invest in you. Yeah, but that I feel like that's my responsibility now. Why? Because I don't know. They've given me what I have, and now I have to. They were supposed to do that. They were the parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's just my personal, I feel like that's, you know, what I want to give them. Who made you feel that way? I don't know. What would happen if you said, I'm moving out next month? Well, I don't know. Not, not much. We, you should try it just to see. Just that? Okay, I'll do that. Don't be moving, but just say, I'm moving out next month. Uh-huh. Your mother's going to lock you up. Okay. You know, I'm going to do that, and I'm, I'm going to come back next week and tell you how it goes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But don't tell me you're just playing. No, no, I won't. I won't. All right. Yeah. Any question for me? Um, nah, not right now. Okay. When you take your girlfriend to your parents' house? Yes. Do you take her in the bedroom? Yeah. Wow. Are you kind of like this when you're doing it? <laughs> Um, Do you bring her out eventually? Well, yeah, I got her. And, <laughs> and do your parents see you going in and out? Yeah. And do you feel embarrassed? Nah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you say, yeah. <laughs> Anybody else does, does that? Take the girlfriend to the parents' house and to the bedroom? I'm used to. Used to. You're used to? Yeah. You're used to, Samuel? Really? How old were you? Uh, 26. And were you embarrassed? I knew it was wrong, like something deep down, but I wasn't really embarrassed. And why not? Because uh, I was having sex, so, like, it wasn't. What? It was pleasurable, <laughs> you know. That's a reason to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> it, so I don't really she think would of come it. out the bedroom with you. Well, your parents are like, hey, Louise, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Wow, things have really changed. 
I wouldn't do that anymore, though. You would not now? <laughs> no, Why not? Because it's embarrassing. It's, uh, it's, like, it's not the right thing to do. So. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. You ever done that, Esteban? No, I've been... No. You never take your girlfriend to your parents' house? No. Oh, good. And why not? You didn't have one? Well, no. Whenever I would go, like, to the beach or... <laughs> or uh, the movies or something like that. I really didn't want to be inside at the house or something. Oh. Yeah. Nice. You did, Well, I can't ask you at all. No, but I didn't, know. So what? No. You've never done that? No. Good. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we'll move on. So no question, right? All right. You know that this is a fellowship, right? This is not a preaching thing. So if you guys already know everything, why well, we should all just take up the offering and leave. <laughs> Isn't that right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Happy White History Month, by the way. It's over. It was an amazing month. Third year of celebrating it. And this month, August, is Men History Month. So we're starting that. So if you- um, you can call in about men and all that kind of good stuff. Ladies, too. All right. Yes, sir. Where am I? Oh, right here. Well, happy Men's History Month, Jesse. Thank you. So my uh, question and comment is about seeing, about when we're able to see. Yeah. So I'm just thinking this morning and, and last night about my personal history. And I recall before I became a Christian, a mainline Christian, I in my late 20s and early 30s, I knew something just qu- kind of was up that wasn't quite right. And so I started seeking, and I ended up going to these uh, secular, like, personal de- development classes and things like that. Right. And in the, in the context of these classes, I saw that I uh, was angry at my parents and that the reason I didn't believe in God is because I was angry at my parents. And so these classes, they encourage you to kind of what they call complete. It wasn't forgive because they were secular. They didn't have that concept. But I did that and kind of finished the classes. But I then, over the following years, before I even became a Christian, started like seeing things. Like I recall distinctly when I saw that abortion was wrong. Right. I like I can remember the time and I was listening to the radio blah. And I won't go into the story of it just for time. But what even though before I became what I confess you know, I wasn't a confessed Christian, but I was able to start seeing things. I, be, I started becoming more conservative politically. So what – I hadn't done what you describe as, like, going to my mother and father and forgiving them face-to-face, but I, yet I still started seeing things. And it took many, many years before I found you and, and then kind of completed what you recommend. So right. what, what is that – process like what even allowed me to see that abortion was wrong i mean other than i know it's god but i mean it's still i hadn't done the for you know i didn't go to my mother and forgive my mother but it was just i, I kind of just well, realized i was angry would you have to realize god is with us all the time anyway he's with everyone but and so sometimes he give you a little glimpse of things mm-hmm. before you fall off the bridge he like give you those signs that hey don't do this or do this or this is all right and so he's always been with you. It's just that some people are not seeking him, so they don't find it all the way. But he always tried to warn people that you're going down the wrong path. 
and increase the consequences to try to get you to in, to in the suffer and dying concept, right? Yeah, well, he does. When he does, he give you a little glimpse of things, but if you don't accept it, he will let you just live in the darkness and allow you either to wake up by crying out to him, or he will call, allow you to kill yourself, suffer and die. Okay, thank yeah. you. Um, so my biblical question. This lead into the biblical question. What does it mean to be of the light? Anybody here of the light? Oh, good. Three people. <laughs> four, maybe. The four who did this. <laughs> um, so, did, all you know about the biblical question, right? Okay. So, we have four people of the light. Um, Victoria, you're not of the light? And I'll come to the light in a minute. Sanitizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I saw him with a rag. I'm like, what's he doing with that thing? So what? And I saw Joel with a rag. I was wondering what he was doing. Oh. <laughs> I already answered. No, I'm not. You're not of it. <laughs> How do you know that you're not? Did um, you hear that young lady call the show this week? What was her name? Um. Mona, an amazing call, totally of the light. So, ladies, she's logical and mind and everything. Mm -hmm. So, how do you know you're not of the light? Um, Well, something happened this week, and I let it scare me for a second. I came back, but you know that little things like that that happen kind of show me, like, oh, okay, Satan can still get in there a little bit, but you know, I snap out of it. but I just, I just know. I can't really describe it, but I just, I just know. You know you're not of the light, mm-hmm. but you can't describe it. I can't really describe it. Um, like I said, I just, I'm able to come back quicker when I notice that there is a spiritual attack happening. Yeah. But the fact that it's still happening and it scares me is how I know. What happened to you? Are you able to say? I can say. Okay. <laughs> um, so I... I've never had that um, that thing happen where you wake up and you see something in your room, but that happened a couple days ago. <laughs> and part of me is like, no, you're just being dramatic. But I don't know. I really don't know. So you saw a dark spirit or something? Yeah, what it looked like, because um, a lot of the weird stuff has been happening in my neighborhood lately. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> what happened was it I, ha- I was having a dream and somebody was breaking into my window and right when the person came into the window I woke up and then when I woke up I looked you know to one of the corners and I saw something like above the bed and it was um I don't know how to describe it but it's like it kind of looked like if you were looking at through a glass with the flat bottom and it was kind of distorted but it was kind of moving a little bit so I said, okay, that's probably... So you were like, forget about God, huh? No. <laughs> I'm of the darkness. <laughs> no, but I, and I swear, and I swear that I saw, like, eyes and everything, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's right above my bed. So then I looked at the foot of the bed, same thing. So I thought, well, I did sleep with my contacts in, so it could be that. <laughs> that no, because that, no, that happens sometimes, but then here's the kicker, and I'm, I apologize if this is, like, 
not appropriate for church, but that's not appropriate. <laughs> but I actually just had to, I had to go. So I think that that's what it was. Like it was probably just a way to get me to wake up. Like, oh, somebody's breaking in. Wake up, you know. And that's Reese's what happened. Like, that's inappropriate. <laughs> but I had to share it in case that happens to somebody else. But, but that you're was not you know, of the light for sure. Yeah, because I was scared. It was oh, like okay. I shouldn't have been afraid. All right, so, Grace, are you? You're not of the light either. <clears throat> I thought I was, but apparently I'm still evil. I have evil ways about me. You still evil? Mm-hmm. What's evil about you? Um, I guess I just. You want me to have Joel lead the room? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I still am judgmental. I, you are. I uh, get upset. I get frustrated. I. Yeah. So still listen to my. Daddy Satan. Amazing. Are you happy to be finding this out now? <laughs> Mrs. Mark, are you of the, you're not of the light either? I don't know. I don't think so. You're not of the light. And why you say no? Well, I think of someone who is of the light as they have perfect love in their heart and they don't have any anger whatsoever. And, um... I don't think that's me. Ooh, Mark. <laughs> you didn't find this out before the marriage. <laughs> I want that. I'm surprised I want that. I strive that. for that, but I don't. Someone else? I want that. I strive for that. How do you strive for it? Um, by um, praying every day, every night, and... Um, trying to look at myself and admit when I'm wrong. Have you ever wondered, am I of the light? Yeah, since you asked the question. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. On the show? Yeah. Ermis, are you of the light? <coughs> I knew you were coming. Amazing question, huh? Wow. I knew you were coming to me. Um, you know, I don't really know. I don't know what that... I don't understand the questions. I don't know what that means. To be of the light? Yeah. I don't know. And Francisco in there? Yeah. Are you of the light, Francisco? S- same answer. What answer? You know, I, I, I don't really think about that. I don't think about of the light. Uh, I mean, I think uh, being well, a Christian. What do you mean when you say the same answer? That I, I've never thought about, am I of the light? I don't, I don't think that way. I think of being a Christian. Uh, Christian ways. I've thought about those things, but not am I of the light. I, so you're not of the light? I don't know what that is, uh, other than, you know, Christ, and he had a light above his head, the halo thing. That's, that is about as far as I can think of it. I hope you guys give good donations today. Uh, yes, sir. I'm actually just thinking about it. Um, I'm going to say yes. Are you taking a guess? Um, no, I'm not taking a guess. <laughs> I want to say yes. You're taking a guess at it. <laughs> because I know that when I observe myself, I see that, that darkness, and there's something looking on that darkness that's basically dealing with it. So if I wasn't of the light, or if the light wasn't inside, there's nothing that could observe that darkness and make it go away. That's my final answer. <laughs> How about you, Derek? Uh, Derek? 
And then I get to the, the four people who are of the light. Do you see my halo? Are you are you of the light? Yes, I think so. And I, what, so. how do you know? What does that mean? If from what I from what I take from it, if doing right and being right is of the light, then yes, I am of the light. So you're doing right and you being right. Being right. And that makes you of the light? Yes. Oh, okay. Have you thought about this question before? I made it a biblical question. No. Oh, okay. No. <coughs> Let me ask the young man in the black. Are you of the light? I would say uh, yes, I am. And why would you say yes? What does uh, that mean to be of the light? Much like uh, the gentleman here, I, 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 I would take that answer for myself. I, I, I was put. I, this is so good. I even brought the word. <laughs> Don't mess with me, huh? <laughs> I brought the word. In the beginning, there was the word. <laughs> this is so good. Yes, sir. Uh, just uh, always putting what is right uh, before my feelings or my emotions. Or, and how do you know what is right? Um, that's a great question. Um, how do I know what's right? I, I, the ability to discern what is right, I, I think, is something that's developed inside of you throughout time. Um, having good examples. Um, but it's, it's really deep, deep down inside of me. I, I, I know what's right and what's wrong. Um, and I usually use right and wrong to contrast what, what my best decision would be. Okay. Let me ask the white guy. Yo. Are, are you of the light? Of course. And <laughs> how do you know? What does that mean to be of the light? To be of the light is... Uh, this is not a guessing game, so just relax, all right? No wrong answers is fellowshipping. All right, go ahead. You have a uh, question? Oh, okay. uh, to be uh, of the light is to be, you know, reborn, reborn of the spirit, you know, to be able to see, see the right things, you know, discern what is right. Um, you know, we, you know, we say uh, God is like a light unto your feet. You know, he's not, he doesn't talk to you, but he just shows you things. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not the light, but I mean, I'm of the light, meaning I can see, uh, I can see the right, the right way to do things. Okay. Amazing. It is. This young lady want to answer, and then I'll take that call. <laughs> She's dying to answer. Are you of the I light? Uh, I think what I want to say is that I'm of the light, but that I don't always live in the light. Um, oh, you leave it sometimes? Well, <laughs> kind of like what Hermes was saying, you know, the, I know the real me is of the light. Um, you know, who I, what I really am is, comes so, from the light. There's so no other place for it to come Sometimes you're of the light and sometimes you're of the darkness? Sometimes I think I live with varying degrees of light and darkness. And and I and I'm pretty sure you're going to disagree with it, that that's possible. No, no. <laughs> this is a fellowship. Yeah, it's a yeah, fellowship. Yeah. And but so, in my in my experience, and so like, you're not of the whole light. You're like part light and part dark. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not totally there where I'm always <clears throat> um, living in that light. 
And so when you're in the light, it's not the whole light. How do you get partial light? So the lights that's, are on right now in this room, right? Yeah, that's a good question. But but people are varying degrees of of positive and negative influence in the world. Like I don't think I don't see people as like you're a hundred percent good actor and positive influence in the world and creator and builder, or you're a hundred percent bad actor. And so the degrees to which I'm I'm a good actor, I'm a I'm a positive force in the world and a creator and a builder, that's the light part and then and the parts where i i believe the world and 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 i and i forget that i'm not god <laughs> i still have those destructive um aspects so are that I'm you trying telling to me that you could be in the light but not the whole light but I could so you're in a room light. now with lights on yeah are they is the whole light shining on you or a part of it well, I guess it's not a test. Relax, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm. <laughs> this is me relaxed. <laughs> uh, you know, I think you could shade your. Let's say I'm in a room with a light, and I could shade myself from it. You know, I could I could cover myself up. It's the, the whole idea of the you know keeping your light under a bushel. You know, we are capable of of. Um, Shielding ourselves from from the reality of God. So you know, you're capable of shielding yourself from the light of God. Yeah. By doing what? Um, by forgetting that I'm not God. By hating Ilhan Omar. <laughs> She's my litmus test. <laughs> I look at her and I think I'm not there yet because I don't love her. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> When Jesus. I can look at her and say I love her, then I'll then I'll then I'll be there. Oh, okay. So you're in it. You're like Hermes. You're in it and of it, and not in it at times. <laughs> well, when, well, what he said. She said she was like you. No, no, but he said he can see that there's darkness in his person. I I think what he meant that like his humanity, his yeah. earthly humanity. But the, there is something that he can access that can see that and know that he's wrong, and it, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, I believe that the real, the true me, the what I really am, is of the light because there's no other thing for it to be from. There's no other reality. There's no other truth than God, and so the real truth of me is the light. But, um, but yeah, I think we have varying degrees of of living in that truth. So I don't live in that truth 100% of the time. You do not? No. I so want you, to. I really want to. Right. I understand that. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Uh, Hidalgo. Hidalgo, right? Eladio. What? Eladio. What? Eladio. 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 Who gave you that name, man? My daddy. Your dad gave you that name? Yeah. So now you hate him, huh? No. You sure? No, I'm kidding. No. Are you of the light? I, I was just thinking about this. Um, I, guess, I guess if you're reborn, you are, right? Um, but I feel like I'm still growing. Like I, I, don't get, I, I don't get so attached to things anymore. 
and I really don't care. I don't get emotional about about things like you know like I don't I don't get I don't I don't care I guess. And um, they can't hear you over here. Oh, they can't. All right. So. I would say that I, I I haven't thought about it because I just I've been just doing my thing. I've just been focused on on what's in front of me. I honestly don't even think about that. So I I would say um, I would say yeah because I feel like I'm doing right and I'm living right, but um, I'm also still growing because I get my mind gets caught up in things from what I used to do before. So are you in and out of the light? No, because I don't do it, but I think about it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So are you, so you say, yes, I am of the light, or no, I'm not of the light? I, I say, yes, I am of the light. Oh, okay. Yeah. And because you don't care? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Are like, not in a bad way, but... Are you nervous right now? No. And so, what were we about to say? I said I, I don't care in a like not in a bad way. Like I don't right. care about yeah, I know what you meant. other people. I just you know I don't care about um, I don't get so emotional about about oh, things. Okay. Like, um, so I, I I guess I'm growing there. I don't, I don't know if it even makes any sense. Okay, good man. Yes, James, and I'll come back to the light people. We have four that of the light and one that's not sure. First, let's, you ready? <laughs> yes. First, let's get to Josh in Georgia. He wants to answer the biblical question. Josh. Josh, welcome to church. Hey, thanks for having me, Jesse. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. So, uh, I was going to answer that biblical question. Are you of the light? What does it mean to be of the light? I am not of the light. How do you and, know? Um, How do you know you're not? Because I, I recognize I definitely be getting caught up in my head. And I'd be a hater sometimes, and uh, have get fearful sometimes, <laughs> just for a little bit. But I, I'm I'm growing out of it, man. It's like the ton- I'm in the tunnel, headed towards the light, and I've come a long way since, you know. So, what in, does it mean to be of the light? I believe it just means to not have any hate or have any fear. You know, just just be uh, just operate. Let let God operate. Through you completely the way uh, the way Jesus let God operate through him. All right. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. Nope. No problem. Thank you. All right. One so more, let me. One more call, though. Can I get you one more call? Yes. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati, Ohio, also wants to answer the biblical question. So, Justin. Justin, are you of the light? Yes, I am, Jesse. And what does it mean to be of the light? To be of the light means, well, what is the light used? The light is used to expel darkness. If you have a flashlight in a room, you turn it on, it shows you what's there. It shows you reality. It shows you the truth. So to be of light means that you expel darkness and you show people the truth. That's oh. what it means to me. Okay. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Can I, can I give you a quick story about, of an example of that? Real yes. Quick. So... I was at the light the other day at a Columbus rally where I held up a sign that said racism doesn't exist. 
And I showed it to people. I waved in front of the BLM protesters there. And uh, what happened was crazy. I, I showed the lights to a lot of people, and I felt amazing about it. And I feel amazing about it to this day. Okay. I'm going to put my two cents in in a minute. That's why I'm not responding. I understand. Thank you, man. Thank you. You have a good day, Jesse. All right. And so this young man said he's of the light behind you. He's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Don't come to me. Yes, sir. You of the light. I am of the light. And what does it mean to be of the light? The light is what lets us see. It's the energy of creation. It makes things grow. It makes things thrive. Uh, it's, yeah, creation, not destruction. It's seeing instead of ignorance. How do you know you're of the light? The only way I know that I know is because I heard you ask the question a week ago, then I didn't think about it at all. And then when you ask the question now, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm of the light. So I put my hand up. And then I had to think about it. And the only thing I can think about that is, well, yeah, the light is what, what lets me see. And I'm constantly seeing. And I'm what doing my best. See, to, what are you seeing? I see the world for what it is. I see other people. I see myself. What is it like to see yourself? It's amazing. You like what you see? Not always. No, most of the time it's... Uh, this can be, uh, well, maybe not most of the time, but uh, sometimes it's um, uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Did, did you say you're of the light? Right here. Yeah, path into town. And what does it mean to be of the light? Uh, to me, it'd be to be able to be calm during a storm. And, you know, especially now during this whole COVID and riot thing, I've been able to kind of talk my family out of being so frightful, you know, t tend to have a lot of conversations and kind of show them like, hey, you know, you're, you're being manipulated by fear or you're letting fear get to you. Yeah. And so that's, I feel like that's kind of God being the light through me and being able to get them away from Satan, essentially. I do have an analogy for what the lady was trying to say, though, Yeah, is that, you know, your, your heart's where is that room with the light and then inside is, is not a, a light switch, but more of a light dimmer. And so Satan kind of tends to go downstairs and dims the light, and then you kind of have to be like, Satan, you know, back off, turn it back up. That's, that's, that's kind of how I see it. And so what is it like to be of the darkness? What does that mean? Of the darkness? Before you were of the light, you were of the darkness, right? Yeah. And what was that like? Uh, I feel like that, that wasn't living at all. You know, I, I think it was more of a life of reaction as opposed to me being myself. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it was a, I, w I would say it was a terrible time. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Let Victoria have the mic real fast. Victoria, are you doing the silent prayer? <laughs> say again now. Are you doing the silent prayer? I did that day that the demons woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> but prior to that, you were not doing it? I will be honest right now. No, lie to me. I know, I was about to. <laughs> but the light is encouraging me not to. Um, I have been pretend praying. What does that mean? It means I'm like, I'll wake up and I'll just do it just to do it. 
Like, oh. very disrespectful. Amazing. Very disrespectful. So. Did you know she was that messed up? <laughs> She's been MIA lately. So oh, no. that's why. Uh, Just pretending to pray, you know? How's your business? <laughs> how's your business going? It's going well. Can I explain something? Yeah, real fast. Okay, I was just going to say, maybe I am of delight. Maybe. Because I've, no. <laughs> All right, I have been MIA, but it's because, honestly, um, I've been guided in that direction. But what I will say is that I see all the madness around me right now, and I'm finding ways to grow my business through it, you know? And that was revealed. It wasn't something I had to sit and think about. It mm. was just like, oh, well, if you have to do this, then work your business into it that way. Or, you know what I mean? Like, things are being revealed, and I'm not questioning it. But um, as far as the fake praying, that started this week. I'll be honest about that. Because it didn't feel genuine. Like, I was sitting there, but it, it wasn't intentional. At oh, okay. All. Amazing. Know? Yeah. Let the young man with the, behind you have the mic. Are you of the light? No, I'm not. And how do you know you're not? Because I feel like being of the light is being like a child. Like, because, you know, children come from light. Like babies, they come from light. They're all light. They're pure hearted. So in order to be of light, you have to be like a child. And so how do you know you're not of the light? Um, because I still battle with, like, Thoughts that aren't mine that I don't think children battle with at all. Judgment, uh, resentment, hatred, all that for people and anger. You have all that going on with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. But I, I don't, I don't, uh, I deal with it differently. I don't deal with it like I used to before. So I wouldn't say I'm completely dark, but I don't think I'm completely light at all. You know? So you think I want to be light, but I'm not there yet. You what? I was just saying, I'm not there yet, you know, uh, to be like. You're not where? Where I want to be as like. Where do you uh, want to be? You know, just all light, like you said. I, I, I even used to say that to myself, like I'm all light, like all the time. But just so, you know, because words are powerful. So when you used to say you're something, you start to become it. Oh, okay. Are you doing the silent prayer? Silent prayers? Yeah. You know about the silent prayer dot video? Oh, no, 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 no. What is that? Your brother didn't tell you? I want you to start. I recommend you start doing it, all right? It's online, silentprayer.video. Oh, okay, okay. Give it a try. Yeah, uh, I'll have to ask them about where to find that at. Yeah, they'll show you. For sure. Any questions for me? Um, not at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your brother want the mic. Yes, sir. <clears throat> um, I think to be of the light is to be like in a sense of like you know how you can't help yourself when you're like not of the light you can't help yourself and you fall into certain things i think being of the light is is in the same way like you can't help yourself but do what's right even when like you tiptoe into darkness as as long as you can see it but you're always trying to do right and so are you of the light i think yeah i think i'm more so of the light than i ever been um prior to who I used to, like, be into, because I used to be attached to all things of the world that were, like, in darkness and things. Um, I used to be way more unconscious, but now I'm way more aware of what I'm like. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yeah. Oh, good. I do the silent prayer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good, man.
Interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark want to respond, and then Joel. I'll, I'll come to you after Mark, Joel. Are you of the light, Mark? I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. And why don't you know? I've just thought about this a lot. Am I born again? Am I a real Christian? Um, does it count that I just sweared right there or something like that? And I find it's a lot better for me not to live there. I don't care if I can tell people I'm born again or not. I just focus on praying and being able to see. And sometimes I'll do something, and in the moment, Satan's telling me I'm doing wrong, and I feel guilty. And then maybe later, when I didn't judge myself and oh, I'm not a Christian, I'll be like, I wasn't wrong. See, because they were taking that thing. So there have been times where I think I'm wrong, and I just let go, and I just stay on to what I believe is correct. And then I find out later that I wasn't acting out of hatred. And then sometimes there's just no excuse. <laughs> I'm just being no good. And uh, I don't know if that's part of me growing. I don't know if that's me, um, like you say, being a baby and learning and crawling. Because I don't want to close the door on the possibility that I'm just of Satan. you know? And I think living there where I don't know has been better for me. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Yes, Joe. And, I, and I'll put my two cents in a minute. Yes, Joe. I don't think the light is perfection. Are you of the light? Yes. Okay. What does that mean? I think that the light is just doing all that's asked of you in the moment and doing right in that moment. So you know what the next step is to take. You do it no matter what. Um, I think people miss it when they think they got to do everything right. But all we're asked to do is one thing in a moment, and if we do it, we're in the light. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you black. Um, are you of the light? Yes. Hello. Uh, Hello. Yes. And why do you say yes? What does that mean? It's a good question, by the way. Um, yeah, a very good question. So what, you said Why? What does that mean to be oh. of the light? You said yes. Mm, I think it's, I think it's, it's similar to what Joel said. You don't have to necessarily do everything right because in life as a human, you you don't know everything the first day you're born. Um, but you are light in the sense that I guess that's your essence. I hope I'm explaining it clear. Um, yeah. Okay. Sammy, you know how to read? Yes. You want to come and read something for me? Yes. Okay. I want you guys. Do you have a phone call? Yeah, we have one. Come on up, Sammy. Why he, yeah. Can you read from here? Come up here and read this. I hope you, don't embarrass me, all right? Um, so the first caller, uh, last, next caller for the biblical question is Michael in Portland, Oregon. Michael. Michael, wa yep. welcome to church. Hey, thank you, Jesse. Yes, sir. And so, uh, so are you of the light, Michael? Yes. And why do you say yes? What does that mean to be of the light? Uh, I think it, it kind of, I kind of feel the same as Joel. Um, I don't that, know if I want to go down there, bro. <laughs> Well, uh, not, not you can hang up, Michael. 
kidding. I'm going. Um, I think it's it just, uh, I've never really had too much fear. And um, since I was born again, uh, that I, I have even more no fear being here in, in Portland with everything going on. Um, I just I kind of just look at the world and I see, I just, it, it's easy to kind of tune it out and just kind of be present and um, just kind of deal with things in the present with myself and the people that I love. And uh, it seems to be a lot easier when you're not afraid to spread. And what I see spread, spread more light to other people. Okay. Uh, so I feel as if I, I am part of the light because I have no fear. And I, uh, I do my best to live in the moment and make my decisions in the moment. and try to do what's right. All right. Amazing. Thank you, Michael. Any other questions for me? Um, um, how, how can I, how can I, uh, I got people in my family, like my mother, and she claims to essentially, you know, be a Christian woman, and, but she has a lot of anger, and she, she doesn't seem to realize it. Right. Every time we get in a conversation, she seems to always try to, once I kind of bring truth to her about herself, she gets angry and, and tries to flip it onto me. And I just kind of sit there and like watch her and kind of just listen. And I don't really get mad, but she just, she gets so mad that she can't even have a conversation. Sometimes. Right. And she makes it kind of about her in the end. And it's really just me trying to reach out and kind of give her a little bit of assistance, I guess. And what's your question? So, well, I just want to know, what, what, do I just let her, do I just stop trying to help her? Yeah. See, see more light? Let her suffer and die. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that hard to do? Um, honestly, she, she gets so angry. Not really. Do you live with her? with her? Are you living with her? No. Well, just no. let us suffer and die. Uh, okay. <laughs> it, it sounds like it's hard for you to do it. Do you notice that God lets you suffer and die? You notice that? He let mama suffer. He let daddy suffer. He let your kids suffer. He'll let you suffer. He's not like, oh, oh, yeah. no. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> so why don't you just let mama suffer and die? You can't make anyone see. I'm not, you're right. I'm not, I'm not trying to make her see. I'm just trying to maybe just offer, I don't know, sow a little seeds, I guess. But she doesn't want it. Yeah, she thinks she has it, but she definitely doesn't. Right, so let her suffer and die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does she have insurance? <laughs> Say again? Does she have insurance? Insurance? Yes. Uh, I, believe, I believe she does have insurance. Well, find out where the papers are. And, <laughs> and let her suffer and die. Why is it hard to let mama suffer and die? It's, it's actually, it's, I mean, it's not really hard. I just kind of, you know, I just, I don't really, I don't call her all the time. I don't talk to her that very much. But when I do, she kind of, you know, she's angry sometimes and she tries to coach me. And I'm like, mom, I've been on my own since I was 17. 
like, I think you need to coach yourself. And I kind of try to give her a little bit of seeds, and she just gets angry. And then I just kind of stop and end the conversation. We're just telling if you continue, I'm not going to call you anymore. <laughs> yes, sir. That sounds like a pay for laugh, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with saying, you know what? I'm a grown adult man. If you don't cut it out, I'm not calling you anymore. Oh, I can definitely do that for sure. I've actually done that a few times. Yeah, but don't be angry. Oh, I've, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't have too much anger uh, towards my mother. Okay, good, I've man. already forgiven her. You have a little anger toward her? No. Okay, right on. All right, Michael, thank you, man. Thank you, Jesse. All right. Uh, this young man, do your glasses want to respond to that question? And then uh, Esteban want to tell us. What is the question? Are you, he really want to respond, right? Are you of the light? Yes, I am. And what does that mean to be of the light? I think in a world of evil and where there's a lot of principalities in this world, you have to be able to stand out. So in the without in darkness, if there's light, that definitely needs to be. It definitely sets you. You, you definitely set yourself apart compared to the rest of the world. Okay. Had you thought about this before today? On the drive here, yeah. Okay. All right. Esteban, I want to respond. Esteban, are you of the light? Yeah. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. I just... He said yes and gave a cheap laugh. Oh, amazing. Why are you laughing if you're of the light? I don't just like a funny question. I don't know, but I think I am of the light. And why do you think you are? What is that? How do you know you are? Kind of what Hermes was saying. Like um, I see like the conflict inside of me and the darkness. Yeah. And I see it like more far away from me. You know, it used to be like part of me. And I used to like act it out, but now I see it's like a separate from me. And I see it, like going away, getting like more and more far, and then completely, completely disappearing. Like, I also noticed that I'm dependent more on, like, myself, like, the inside, like, the right. truth that I see, rather than, like, uh, theories or ideas that I had. So everything is, like, kind of unfolding for me, you know, since I see it, like, personally happen to me and I can see it's real instead of having some, like, conflict about it. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Amazing. Had you thought about this before today? Uh, no. And why not? I mean, I, um, I, I had been seeing, like, the conflict for a few months, but I never, like, put it together, you know, like, I didn't know what it was. I just, like, saw it happen, but I didn't know, like, there was no idea behind it, you know? So when I started thinking about it, it's like, it became like an idea, I guess, you know, and then yeah. it made okay. sense. Um, can you be of the light and not think about that? I am of the light. The... It's not a test. It's just yeah, God wants us to think on these things. So it's not a test. This is a difficult question. Like I didn't think of like I didn't know if I was good or bad. Right. But I just knew like that something was wrong with me, and that I needed to you know like that I couldn't do anything myself. That had to like depend on God and then see it. Right. So I didn't know if I was good or bad, but I just knew that there was something going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. 
Good, man. I'll, I'll put my two cents. Hake wanted to, rep- uh, and then, uh, what's her name, want to say something about it? Yes, Hake. Are you of the light? Mm, no. Why are you laughing at him, Esteban? <laughs> <laughs> but you said one day on the show you were like Jesus. I never said that. <laughs> Didn't you say you were like Jesus? I said that that's what a Christian is. Oh, like Jesus? Yeah, I didn't say I was. Are you a Christian? Well, not that kind. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Christian are you? The typical kind of Christian. A what? <laughs> the typical kind of Christian. And what's that? Where um, we want what's right, but we don't really do what's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. All right, uh, I have lots of calls who want help, by the way. So when oh, do you get a chance? Okay. All right. Um, let me just read this first, and then I'll get you the callers. Oh, um, is the anchor baby here? Yeah. Yeah. Ask the anchor baby to come here. You know who the anchor baby is, right? My producer. <laughs> uh, Nick, are you of the light? Yes. And, and, uh, What's up, y'all? <laughs> I'm back there getting the phones. Oh, sorry. What's up? <laughs> yeah, you of the light. Check me out. So yes. what does it mean to be of the light? Um, I'm awake. There's got to be a reason why I could see and why I'm not the way I was before. I'm awake and I could see, and I'm just not who I was before. There, has to, there was a change that happened, and I'm not going to deny it. So th- that's what being of the light is. I'm separated from what I was before and it was like lost and I didn't even know it so. can you be of the light and of the darkness this no. young lady mentioned that she's like no. kinda, the light is not full I don't think you can be and, and I'm reminded by someone here said um, tiptoe with the darkness uh, someone said that and it struck me because I don't think you can tiptoe with the darkness right. no, no matter where you go you, you're, you're light Okay. Everywhere. Anything else? No. Irma, do you want to amend anything? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think pretty much what Esteban said. I'm, I'm going to agree with that. Uh-oh, he's with Esteban now. Uh, you still want to hang with Irma's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want to be like Irma's? No, go ahead, Irma. Yeah, I mean, I think that if you're... Um, <laughs> Overcoming your issues and your light, the light is, you know, there's something in you that is greater than the darkness that's tempting you and seducing you. I think that is being of the light. And you're getting further and further away. When you say you think, you're not sure. No, I know. I know for sure. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Right. You got everybody relaxed, right? Are you, you heard about this or you just relax? Okay. Relax. It's not a big deal. It's amazing though. It's really amazing to be up to light. Yes, you I think it's more so of just your heart being set on what's right. Oh, okay. More than anything, but just, you know, your heart being set on doing what's right. Because you make mistakes and, you, you know, you, you may fall, but your heart is set on correcting it and being better. So it's just more the heart than the action. Oh, okay. Amazing. Uh, this young man wanted the last word on this, and then 
Sam, you got to read something. Yes. Are you of the light? Of the light, as as much as I can be. You know, I try to I try to walk more into the light every day. You know, like kind of like Joel was saying. You know, you're making mistakes, but yeah, I'm I'm I'd say I'm moving towards the light, so I become a little bit more. What type of, of mistakes do you make of the light? Uh, I don't um, do the silent prayer every day, twice a day, like I should. And uh, like this morning, um, I feel I, I I feel like I you know I I have made like I said I've been walking more into the light. I've been doing better with things. But uh, so now it's like there's the 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 ceiling on my anger. I used to get really angry, uh, but now it, it 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 doesn't seem to go past a certain point. So like this morning, I I did get a little bit perturbed. I wouldn't even say angry really, but I I felt like I had to start perturbed. raising my voice. You know, yeah. I like that word. <laughs> yeah, that's a white word. Uh, Chris, perturbed. <laughs> and how did you get perturbed this morning? What happened? Uh, well, my wife just kept repeating the same thing, like trying to ask me the same thing like a hundred different ways, just asking the same question, but like this, like this, like this. And I, and. So I just got to the point where I had to keep repeating myself, and it just uh, it got me a little perturbed. So I started raising my voice, like that'll do it. You know, just just it was just a little bit frustrating, you know. So, but uh, but I did I did feel I did seem to notice or or whatever, but it didn't go past a certain point where I feel like even even recently, like maybe even you know last week or whatever. Uh, it would have gone beyond that. It still doesn't go back to where it was, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. so I feel like I'm I'm definitely making progress and walking towards the light, being more of the light. You know, um, and I and I think you know on on one level, you know, that's just like at the you know kind of subjective level, right? But I think on another level, you know, everybody's of the light because because God made all of us. So on one level, like you know, just by default, you're of the light. But oh, okay, interesting. If you were of the light, would you have married the woman you're with? At the time, no. If you I was of the light at the time, like the, as much as I am of the light now, yeah, no, probably not. You want to throw it back? <laughs> well, I don't. I, I mean, I'm not necessarily necessarily saying that right now. I feel like I want to throw her back, but I am saying that at that at that time when I met her and started spending time with her, if I was as of the light as I am now, then no, I wouldn't have. Oh, her. okay. I had a woman that called me this week, and she was like, I got to talk to you, I got to talk to Jesse. And so, but she called from overseas somewhere, not around here, so don't look around, all right? <laughs> and she was like, Jesse, I got to talk to you. I'm, I'm about to commit suicide. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, I hate myself. I really just hate myself. I'm a bitch. I'm a real bitch. I like that word, right? And so she was, I'm like, why you say that? I'm screwed up my kids. I screwed up my husband. I just hate him. Even when he does the right thing, I still just hate him. I just hate him. And now my husband doesn't want anything to do with me. He won't talk to me. He won't touch me. He won't anything. And I'm like, well, wow, why would you want to kill yourself? That's an amazing position to be in. But why would you want to kill yourself? But what she was doing is listening to Satan. Oh, you did this to the kids. You did this to your husband. Now your husband doesn't want to be bothered with you. Whereas she should just calm down and accept all that. But don't hate it. And that's when the change will come. And when your husband, when her husband pulled away like that, that's like a wake-up call. You're supposed to, in the times of tribulation, 
Those are your moments when you relax so you can overcome it. That's why I was asking about your wife. You have the right kind of wife that will make you walk on water. <laughs> really. She can help you. She can cause you to walk on water if you don't overreact to her at all. Just deal with her in the light with no overreaction at all. And in about 50 years, she'll come around, but right. your kids will be saved. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I kind of, I don't mean to change the topic too much, but I, I did want to ask you about that. Like how, because I hear you, you know, sometimes saying people should forgive their fathers for not protecting them from their mother. Yes. And I did, uh, you know, like after the first time we, we spoke in, in our counseling session, that's when, when you told me, you know, I needed to go and forgive my parents. And I, and I did. I, like you said, I called them on Skype, but I didn't think about that specifically or explicitly at that at that time thinking oh I should forgive my dad for you know maybe not doing a little more to protect not not just me but my brothers and sisters from my mom and then right. of course when I when I think about that then it's like okay I have a kid How, am I I'm not being strong enough to protect him from from his mom yeah and that's my biggest fear is that uh you know because on the other hand I hear what you're saying it's like okay I'll just leave you to suffer and die then if that's the way you're going to be I can't I can't do anything for you but you know, uh, I only have, it seems like there's, I have very limited possibilities, you know, of, of being able to protect my, my son from, from my wife. Like, I just feel like there's not much I can do. So I don't know if I'm not being creative enough or, I mean, obviously I'm not walking in the light enough. I'm not uh, doing silent prayer twice a day like I should. I know that would, that would help me. Right. So you, you feel like you're not. Well, how do you, I guess the question is, like, how do you protect, you know, your son from, from, uh, the mother, if the mother's trying to turn turn him against his father, you know. Yeah. And, and I counseled with a father and son this week, and the son, like, 15, and the mother and the father get along really bad. They separate or whatever. And I could see the mother in the son. He would just sit there. Oh, you know. <laughs> you ask him a question, you go. <laughs> I'm like, what the? Boy, you becoming just like your mama. But you can see that spirit at 15. But what you need to do is do the silent prayer so you can wake up and the light of God will change it. There's nothing you can personally do, but you will be guided in how to protect him. Because the same light that's saving you will save your son as well. And you will see perfectly how to deal with your wife and everything. But you've got to be guided by God and not by the darkness. And so you should commit to the prayer so you can wake up and don't try to learn how to do it. Do it in the present. And he will show you right then and there what to do. Okay. Thank you. That makes sense? Yeah, it does, yeah. Because of ourselves we can do nothing. And of ourselves we know nothing. Really. I had a debate this Friday. Anybody see that debate Friday? That was amazing. It was, did you see it, Grace? I debated uh Two f- professors. What was one of the guys that wanted to fight me? Chris Hahn. And uh, they were professors at the university. And it was about the Chinese virus and the uh, Donald Trump kind of thing. And so, you know, the, the host, and it was on a Chinese station. So it was seen around the world. And so the host asked the first two guys about the virus and everything. And they gave their little say-so. But when it got to me, I said, well, they're just lying to you. 
I was like, these are children of Satan. <laughs> and the and they were like, well, what about all these numbers where people are, are dying from it? And and I said to them, that's made up too. Because if you notice, nobody goes to the hospital and die a normal death anymore. You can have a hurt your toe. And if you die from that, it's Chinese virus. So I said to them, they're just doing that to make money because hospitals get money when they say this person died from the Chinese virus. And then this Han guy starts screaming. And he's like, I'm like, shut up, man. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, beta boy, beta male. Be quiet, beta male. And beta male got mad. He's like, oh, you call me a beta? You should be- come here. I show you a beta. <laughs> but the point I want to make is that when you live in the light, you can see all things. Really, you can see people coming and going. You can tell when people are lying or being honest. You know when you're being ripped off. You, it's so interesting. You can see all things. And sometimes people think that they're hiding or they're fooling you, tricking you, but they're not. And you're not trying to see it. It's just there so you can see it. And that's how God protects us. So if you were to do the prayers, stay out of your head, God would guide you in dealing with your son and your wife. Because you have a responsibility, even though in that fallen state we get into the wrong kind of relationships. But now that you're married and you have a child, you have a responsibility to protect your son. And hopefully bring your wife out of her hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can't do it if you're in darkness at all. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. So do the, do the prayer so you can see what to do in the present. Never think that you're going to know how to handle something before it happens. You don't know that. I don't yeah. know how I'm going to handle the next situation. So I have a wait-and-see attitude about all things. Okay. All right? Any other questions about that? No, that, that, that helps. Thank you. Oh, okay. All right. I want uh, Sammy going to read Matthew 6, 22 to 23. So this is 6. You start right here. And end right there. Oh, you need the mic. You like his shirt? Anybody believe he's doing that? <laughs> come on, come on. No, I'm kidding. He's nice. Okay. So, right here, right? Yes. Okay. We'll start with that line right there. Okay. Um, what is that? The the title of the, the, yeah. the verse? Yeah. So the title of the verse is The Eye... The lamp of the body. And it starts, the lamp of the body is the eye. It follows that if your eye is clear, your whole body will be filled with light. But if your eye is diseased, diseased, your whole body will be darkness. If then the light inside you is darkened, what darkness that will be. And then the next verse is God and money. No one can be the slave of two masters. He will either hate the first and love the second, or be attached to the first and despise the second. You cannot be the slave both of God and of money. Thank you. That's it? Yeah. Are you of the light? Yes, I am. Oh, good. How do you know? I know because I, I do what's right. Um, well, first off, light to me is truth, uh, real love. 
and seeking the kingdom of God within. So I do that uh, every day and in any situation I'm in. Okay. For example, uh, real quick, yesterday I went to this um, uh, rally in South Central where I live. Uh, they call themselves the revolutionary communists, and they were just all lies against Trump, against white people, against cops. And they were surprised that I was there sharing the light that yeah. God has through me. I was showing it to people, and they were like, what the? <laughs> like, they were like, how, how, is a, how are you thinking like this, looking at my skin tone? I knew that that's what they meant. And, um, yeah, they didn't even live there. They didn't even live in my neighborhood. They just came and from, they were white people, majority white people. Probably Antifa people. And probably. I was, I was, now, then I was thinking, like, how, where did they get this money? They had a car. They had a banner. They had, like, where are they getting this money from? Uh, you debated those people. What? You debated those people. Remember at that rally, those people that hold the banner? And the white people? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. We're good, man. Yeah. Uh, Derek want to respond to the light. Thank you for the reading thing, too. Okay. Derek want to respond. Already you did? Oh, okay. All right. So listen, I, everything, I'm not, this is just fellowship, so no right or wrong. I'm just adding to it. And, and this young man here hit on that. He touched on it when he talked about, well, how did I all of a sudden, saw, how did I all of a sudden see abortion as being wrong? And I used to think it was okay to, for women to have abortions too. I'm like, it's fine with me, whatever, right? Uh, because I was hypnotized, I could not see. And so what happens when you're in that darkness, you're really hypnotized, and you cannot see. And, and, and you cannot see the things that are so obvious to you, especially once you wake up. You're like, wow, how come I thought that abortion was right? How come I thought it was okay to hate white people? You should hate anyone. But when you're in that fallen state, you're really hypnotized and you cannot see. And the reason that you're in the fallen state because you have darkness in your eyes, as the Bible calls it, your, your eyes are diseased. And anyone, anyone who has any anger at all, you're in darkness. And God will come along to try to wake you up because he's drawing certain people unto him. So he's trying to wake you up along the way. He's not going to force you to do it. You know how you try to tell some people the truth sometimes? You know, you tell your family members, but they don't want to hear it. So you just have to really let them just suffer and die. And so what happens, anyone that has this anger, your, your eyes are not clear. You cannot see. You really can't see. So once you wake up by overcoming that anger, you're no longer hypnotized. You can literally see. And in not being hypnotized, you don't have to plan what you're going to say or what you're going to do or anything. You just take it moment by moment because now you can see. Like in this room, the lights are on, so you don't have to see how to figure out how to walk out, you know, past the seats and things like that. That's how it is in real life when you wake up. The light is shining. And it's weird when you're in debates and things like that, or you don't plan what you're going to say, the words just come. And they don't seem to be, they don't come out of your head. They come up from the soul of your belly. Because it, within us is the Holy Spirit. 
And all of God's children have been baptized in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Before we had to be baptized of the water, before Christ came and restored things. But when you wake up, you're going to be baptized of the Spirit, and he will teach you all things. And that's why you can wait until it's happening, and you will see how to overcome it. A lot of people, most people are not baptized of the Spirit. You know, they get baptized of the water, but a few are born again, and they become sons of God, sons and daughters of God, right? But when you wake up, you know that you are, and you can call yourself a son of God or a daughter of God. I've heard Christians, I've asked Christians, are you a son of God? Well, I can't say that I'm a son of God. I can say that I've been born again and all that. And the reason they can't say that they are sons of God, because they're not sons of God. They know him, they know about him, they went down and confessed. But when you are born again of God, you wake up, the light is shining. And you're not, you don't feel the light, you're not thinking about the light, you can't touch it, you just live by it. And you don't think about what's going to happen. It's so amazing. And you're going to grow in the light. Somebody mentioned growth. And you do. You grow in the light even more so. I've been doing this 30 years now. I had no idea that it is what it is. There are no words to express it. And so stay out of your head and don't believe. And you will get to the point. You won't believe anything that your thoughts are telling you because they're not your own. And even while you're growing, you're going to, you know, you fall back into them once in a while but you won't make it a big deal, all right? It's not a big deal because now you can see you're in a thought and you're feeling fear or you're feeling anger, but it's not a big deal because the light is shining on that and you will find yourself overcoming that as well. But when you're in the light, I've been doing debates for the last almost 30 years now with people with degrees, lawyers and doctors and all kind of folks, and they are as dumb as a doorknob. Really, they really are dumb, but they don't know that they're dumb because they can't see. And the degrees have convinced them that they are not dumb. But when they come up against one of you, and, and especially when you're in the light, you're going to blow them out of the water. But you're not trying to, but it's so much fun. <laughs> when that guy was getting mad, I didn't know he was going to get mad, but it was so much fun seeing it. You know, I'm like, yeah. Be quiet, beta male. But they just can't see. That's why you must be born of the light of God. And only God draw those who are seeking him unto him, unto the light. And once you're in the light, that's it. It's like you give up everything. You stop trying. You don't get mad. You see what you see. You don't hold it against the people because you know they can't help it. When someone is in distressed, distress, you know the right words to say to them to bring them out. And if they don't come out and they should die, fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just let them die because if you notice, no sweat off God's back when you die, right? He just said, oh, well, that was God. I guess I'll make some more kids. And maybe one of these generations will get it right. But when, we, when you're in that darkness, if someone should die, you're like, oh, Lord. You take it so hard. This guy, John Lewis, he did they had funerals all week for him. And he's a liar. He was a child of Satan. But the Christian was acting like he was of God, and he wasn't. 
And his lifestyle spoke to that. Spoke to that. He sort of uh, supported abortion, partial birth abortion. Uh, he divided the races. He hated America. And just because he marched in a rally, they call him a hero. But the children of the light know that that's not a hero. That's a zero. Right? I'm like, I could say many things about John Lewis. Hero is not one. But then the children of the light, of the darkness say, oh, you shouldn't say that now that he's dead. So they want you to lie when the person dies. But the children of the light will not lie. You won't hate, but you won't lie. So when you're in the light, you're not no longer hypnotized. The light allows you to see right through it. It's mind-blowing. But you don't judge it, you understand, and you deal with it. And they'll be feeling pain from it, but you deal with it. And in dealing with it, you're trying to, you're hoping that they will wake up, really, to be honest with you. You're telling them the truth, you're not hating them, and in that you hope that they can wake up and see like you see, to have the type of love you have. But most people won't. It's just the way it is. Only a few will find that straight and narrow path. Most will not find it. It's just not going to happen. And there's nothing you can do about it. So do the silent prayer and just watch the thoughts and relax. And it all unfold for you. Really, God, if God wasn't trying to draw you back unto him, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't allow you to see. And all this immorality that especially millennials have been taught and Z's been taught, having sex out of wedlock, living together before marriage, staying home with mama until you're 90, all that stuff will be washed away from you, and you'll be free from it. Because you can't be of assistance to God if you're in darkness. All right? And men of the light is not living at home with mama. You're not living with mama. And you're not afraid to go out and deal with things. Because in you, there is no fear. No fear at all. That makes sense? So you're no longer hypnotized. The world is hypnotized and don't know it. And that's why we have to be of the light, the salt of the earth, the light of the world, pointing the way for those who are looking for that, you know, trying to find the right way. All right? I saw some hands. Let me take Ermis and then this young man. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? I'm telling you, it's amazing. And there is a light inside of us. Jesus came. He was the light of the world. He brought the light, but the world didn't recognize him. They couldn't see it. Yes, sir. Yeah, can you elaborate? Uh, what do you mean by baptizing the spirit? What does that mean? When, uh, when, you become, when you come into the light, God give us the Holy Spirit, right? And the whole, we are now baptized in the spirit. And that's what brings on the change from within. We start living from within. We listen to the teacher from within. We've been taught. We can see from within. Whereas before, the, before Christ came, the people couldn't see. So they were baptized in the water, but it still didn't change their hearts. It still didn't, they still couldn't see how not to hate one another and all that stuff. It wasn't until Christ came so that we could be baptized in the spirit. That's why if you don't get baptized in the water anymore, it's not a big deal. Because everything is of the spirit now. Everything is of the spirit. And if you want to get baptized, you can, but no big deal. Don't feel guilty if you don't. All right? Okay? It, everything is happening of the spirit now. Baptized, baptism of the spirit from within. 
Uh, yes, sir. And then I'll take you, Jay. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, um, what do you think happens to someone that never sees the light? They suffer and die. They just suffer and die? Yeah, they catch hell. Because if you're not of the light, you're already in hell. Hell is like on earth. All the stuff you see happening on earth right now, hating one another, burning down buildings, killing unborn children, men being hated, uh, mothers who are trying to control them, sons and daughters, that's hell on earth. But at least while you're alive, you have a chance to overcome it. So that when you drop your body, you don't go through the other, down to the other place where you don't have a chance. You well, live that way the rest of the time. Understood. But, um, you know, I don't think everyone, like, you know, or do you think everyone gets a chance or gets, like, exposed to information like this? Get exposed to information like this? Um, those yeah. who are seeking. But the light, as someone mentioned, the light is in everybody, really. They just don't see it because they're of darkness. They have hatred in their heart, and they can't see that they already have the light. So he's, he, he always urges mostly all people. I don't right. know about all. You have to be so wicked. You just don't want to hear it. But he, the, there's light in the whole world, but the world cannot see it. But it lives in other people. It warns you along the way. But most people don't perceive it because of the darkness of their hearts. Well, isn't that darkness of their hearts like influenced by the world? Wouldn't you say? To inspire the world? No, like it's influenced from the world, like the darkness that oh. they have. It's all influenced by worldly matters. Well, once you're born in screwed up families and you become angry, you are of the darkness right then and there. And once you go out into the world, the world builds on it. They, keep right. you, they don't want you to overcome it. Right. So if it, as I was thinking, if it starts at home, could you really blame the child for being the way he is? No. So does that mean he deserves to go to hell? I don't know if he goes to hell or not, so that's up to God. But once you become an adult, that's when you have to seek for yourself and overcome. But your parents are responsible, responsible for you up until that point. True. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, but I don't know if... I can't tell you who go to hell or who doesn't, right? You know, I was just asking, like, how do you feel about that? Like, what's your intake on that? Like, I know, I know you don't know. But right. So when I see a child die, how do I feel about that? No, not a child, but, like, someone who's just never been exposed to this information, but they, you know, live in darkness. Oh, I see. And oh, honestly, I feel nothing because I don't know. I don't know what went on with that person. I don't know if they had... Yeah. What went on between that person and God? I don't know. So if I don't know, it's best to leave it a blank. You got to start doing that too, folks. If you don't know, don't make up something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you noticed the mind that makes you make up something? Did, uh, was Louis sick today? And you don't know anything about him. You saw her walking down the road. I don't know. And then Satan started talking to you. But when I saw her, she looked kind of poly. She was acting kind of funny. I think she is sick. It's best to leave a blank. I don't know. Really, then you shall know if it's important or not. So I don't know about kids, but I do know our parents are responsible for us until we, oh, this is what I realized, until we become of age, then it's on us. I noticed that the parents suffer too. When they're not perfect parents, they suffer. 
and they, their kids bring on suffering for them. Because even as adults, you have to worry about them. You uh, have to take care of them. I know parents who have not been right with their children, and the kids are adults. And now they still have to take care of them. They worry about them. They get them out of jail. They worry about the boys making babies or the girls getting pregnant. So you're suffering because you are not a perfect example for your kids. The sins of the parents are passed down to the children, especially the fathers. So you pay a price for that when you don't do right. And so many parents are suffering with their own adult children. But if you are a good example and you raise them right by being the light so that they can see, they'll be fine. When I left home at 18, nobody checked on me. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Where's the love? Nobody checked on me. And I was in California going through it. Ain't nobody called up and said, Punchy, how you doing? Are you, is you all right? Because black people don't say, are you all right? They say, is you all right? Nobody chat because they had done the best they could. They were a good example while I was growing up, and I had to suffer my own way. And I'm thankful for that. I'm grateful for that. Because if they had called me back home or took care of me, I wouldn't be who I am today because in my suffering was when I cried out to God. I was looking for answers because I was suffering. But if someone had made it easy for me, I would not have been looking for the answers and got into one thing after another and then ended up back home and living there for the rest of my life. So be grateful for the suffering. And let your kids feel the pain. Don't They got to let them grow up. Otherwise, you can't trust them. Okay, let me do this first. Did, did I teach you, answer your sermons? Did you have anything else? Okay. This young lady right here, then the phone. And then we got to start whining now. So you're no longer hypnotized. The world is hypnotized and don't know it. I didn't even know I was hypnotized when I was that way. It was only when I woke up, I was like, wow, I was asleep. My house was burning down, and I didn't even know it. All this stuff that we see happening in the country right now, it's been going on for a while. It didn't just start this year. But we, we knew things were kind of messed up, but we didn't see deep enough how it was until now. But if you awake, you can see it. You really can. Yes, ma'am. I had a question about anger and hatred because I was thinking about, you know, I, I don't actually wish anyone harm, like any person harm. Yes. Um, but I was thinking about, like, Ilhan Omar. Like, I don't. I don't hate her. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, oh, wait, I don't hate her. I just hate, because if she was in trouble, I'd try to help her. But I hate, oh, I just hate the hell in her. I hate the, you know, Satan in her. But I think that that's not okay either. Because no. churches used to say, well, probably still do say, oh, uh, hate the sin, love the sinner, hate the sin, love the sinner. I remember all that stuff. But if you, but if you, even, you can't even hate Satan, right? Because that's if right. you hate him, you give him... You have control over you. Yeah, that's right. So, so you you say a lot of things that people that don't understand you hear as hateful, like when you say Maxine Waters is an evil, nasty woman, <laughs> the people, wicked witch of the West, the wicked witch of the West, <laughs> with people, the low IQ. Yeah, people <laughs> people hear that and think that that's hateful, but but is the difference that you that you don't feel agitated by her, that you can say that 
just in all honesty that you you see the hell in her, yeah. but you don't feel agitated by her. Nothing. That's the main I difference, I feel right? zero about it. Okay. But I do see that she is in hell, that yeah. Satan is controlling yeah. her. Yeah. And I wish her well. Yeah. I wish that she would overcome it. But you don't have anger it. about it. Zero because you're not. Anger. That's yeah. right. And, and that's think, one thing about the light. The light will let you see the wicked witch of the West yeah. with the low IQ. Yeah. And you'll call it out, yeah. but you won't hate her for it. Yeah. You can't hate. Discernment protects you from evil. Anger causes you to become subject to it. Yeah. When, so when I first saw you, the first time I ever saw you, my, you ask people all the time, like, what, what, what did you think when you first heard me? My reaction was, I didn't realize that you could tell the truth <laughs> like i didn't realize that people could actually it, it, it that was really like waking up like yes. right in that moment like everything you say said i knew was true yes but i had forgotten that's right that you're allowed to say that and yep. do you think that there's something about just telling the truth that actually saves you from having to feel anger because I, I think a lot of the anger that i have is because i feel muzzled like that i'm not allowed to say what's true about things and then that boils up in me do you think that there's a relationship between just telling the truth and not having to feel anger about things yeah i mean when you're born again of the light in you there is no anger in you there is no putting your home your friends your family or anything before what's right before the desire to help someone wake up to be honest enough with them that they may think about it and wake up, right? You get a little glimpse of it. That's what you want because that's what your father has given you. So you love what's right with all your heart, soul, and might because you have nothing to lose. And a lot of people who have fear are afraid of speaking up for fear of something to lose. Their lives, their children, their family, their money, their home. But we love what's right more than anything else. You have no fear at all. You have no fear of losing anything. You want what's right for that person. You want them to see. You really, I love my enemies because I realize they cannot see. It's not personal. So there is no fear in you of speaking up. And when you're speaking up, you're not thinking, oh, I'm being brave. When I called that man a beta male yesterday, I like having fun. Because he's a beta male. He's a liar, right? He may go home later and think about it. Oh, that man called me a beta male. <laughs> Maybe I am a little beta. And then he'll ask his wife if he has one. Are you, honey, am I a beta male? And when she go, ah, ah, then that's going to say to him, yes, he a beta male. No one, especially guys, do not want to be called a woman. And so you, you never know. That person may hear it later. They hear it now, but think about it later because you put the truth out there and the truth can bring on a change. So if you have fear of speaking up, you need to get walking in light and nothing but love. And it's not something you can feel, taste, or touch. It's pure love. And you're going to be surprised what you can see. Really, you're going to see everything. Sometimes I think I see too much at work. <laughs> I'm like calling the guys out on everything. But I know it's going to make them better, you know, because they don't, they don't see it at the time. And I want them to be the best, you know, be good examples for, as sons of God. So you're just going to see, but in it is nothing but love. And even when they take it personally, they get mad. You understand? You look at them, they're kind of mad. You're like, look at Satan. 
And then say you get friendly by the end of the day, you're like, hey, welcome back. <laughs> it's not personal. So why are you afraid to speak up? What would happen if you spoke up? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of losing my When you're in the light, you have no relationship with the darkness of imagination. So you don't think, well, if I speak up, this is going to happen or that going to happen. It's no, because you, you know the thoughts are not going to tell you the truth anyway, but you no longer have a relationship with the thoughts. It's only with the spirit within. Yeah. Well, I am you, afraid of losing my job. You are? Yeah. Um, is it necessary to speak up at work? Not in that. I'm not afraid of, in that way because I'm self-employed. I'm I'm afraid of losing business. I'm afraid of people coming after me and trying to ruin my reputation because right. I have a like a, a Yelp. You know, anybody could go on there and say she's horrible and give me one, one star. <laughs> um, right. So I'm afraid of losing work with that. If you doubted those thoughts about that, uh-huh. you wouldn't be afraid. You cannot have fear if you're not limiting your thoughts. And afraid of being seen as a bad person, to be honest. Um, but you are a bad person. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, you said being afraid of people seeing it. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no man is good. Yeah. I'm not good, I know that. I can see the darkness and the light working, and I'm just the observer of it, but I have no opinion about it. No one is good. Stay out of your head. You'll be fine, really. And that doesn't mean you, if you don't need to speak up, don't do it. You don't want to hurt your business. You don't need to. But if you speak up out of love and it's the right time, don't worry about your business. If one door should close, another one will open. It really will. Because God would take care of you. He would take care of your stuff. Don't worry about your stuff. He'll give you some more stuff. <laughs> He'll give you another house. He will give you another job. He, if, if you're his son or his daughter, don't worry about the stuff. You, as as uh, Samuel read, you can't love the money and God. You either love one or hate the other. You're a slave to one or a slave to the other. I'd rather be a slave to God than the money. That makes sense? Mm-hmm, yeah. But don't just speak up just to be run off at the mouth. Yeah. You know, don't try to prove yourself and all that. Because that way he can't do anything because that's all ego and you get your reward. You know how the Christians go around and quote the Bible like now they're going north? They'll quote the Bible. Can I say this? Yeah, I can say it. I have a family member and this family member is like way overweight. Like this big. (laughs) And she can quote the Bible like if you try to, if you say hello, hello in the name of Jesus, you know, the Bible said that we should say hello in the morning, pray to the Lord. First John 8 said, he who does not say, I'm like, what the? <laughs> the family all messed up, and I'm trying to tell you, you know, your family pretty messed up because you know, <laughs> well, praise the Lord, I'm not worried for that because Jesus got me. I'm like, what the? But they get their reward from the world around them, not from God, because their ego is puffed up with knowledge. And they can't even see that they're not born again of the light of God, even though everything, their kids are messed up, their adult kids are living at home, and all kind of stuff. So don't speak up just to show off. 
Just live in the light, and he will guide you. All right? Any other questions about that? Well, I have a job. So I'm self-employed, but I also uh, have a job with a church that I mentioned before. They just they just promote every evil thing. I mean, it's they just promote every evil thing. And my my question is, so I I uh, I don't I don't know whether I should you know quit because I don't want to be associated with them. Or I know so many people in the congregation and, and in the choir, they just don't see what's happening. They're, they're like, you know, the frogs that are being slowly brought to a boil in the pot. Yeah. They don't see it. And they're, and they're good, decent people. And, and I kind of want to be there just to, for the little tiny things I could say or the little things that I could just not agree with, you know, just to be an example and but I, I keep going back and forth like I just don't want to be associated with these people and I don't want anybody to see me and think he's sitting here and think that I support this but at the same time I don't want to just run away you know I don't want to because then what I don't have any possibility of being an influence um, do you have any thoughts about that uh, if you don't see what you do continue what you are okay stay where you are doing what you do but Good stay enough. out of your head okay don't, don't have that conversation with, with Satan. Oh, I don't know if I can see or go. I don't want anyone to see me here because I don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. And you'll be guided in what right. to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. But if you don't see what to do, continue what you're doing, but doubt every thought about it. Okay. And then you can't help but have faith and see what to do. Yeah, okay. Because if you go by thought, you're going to make the wrong decision and regret it later. So if you don't see what to do, continue where you are. All right. And why do you think there are good, decent people there? Well, and as much as people can be good and decent. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they, um, you know, the, a lot of the, a lot of the congregation and the choir members, they're, you know, they're older. They're in their 70s. And um, they just don't, they don't really I don't think they're really keeping up with what's really going on in the world. Yeah. And why don't you tell them about that part? Um, I mean, I did try when the whole, um, I did say, I did, I did say something about, uh, you know, what was you, so you did it like they, you snuck up on. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I try, but it's so weak. What I do is so weak. Yeah, <laughs> I just try to do these little things, but I'm really weak about it, and I don't tell all. I don't tell the whole truth because I know they would turn away from me. But you know, you if I said that? something positive about Donald Trump, they would all just instantly turn away. But why is that more important than what's right about them turning away from you? Well, because I'm trying to figure out how to actually have an impact. Because but you it, can't, I, we, we can't impact anything. Yeah. It's the spirit in us impacting, either okay. evil yeah. or good. Yeah, you're right. And that's me trying to have that conversation it, with Satan about how I, yeah. yeah don't how can I be, be God? You know, I'm right. having a conversation with Satan about how I could be God. That's right. And Satan <laughs> set you up. Yeah. Don't have, a com- don't have a conversation. Just live. Just observe, really. You're in the light, so you don't have to figure anything out. You are the reflection of God. He will allow you to see. But don't go in your head trying to figure this out. Okay. One thing that uh, Samuel told me about, he went down to that event in his neighborhood. 
And he was, these people were protesting near his job or something, and they saw him, and he just looked like a regular Mexican, right? And they think, black and brown, black and brown. <laughs> and so they went over to Samuel with the mic. Well, what do you think about this? He's like, you guys shouldn't be here. And he told him he liked Donald Trump, and they took the mic away. They said, okay, thank you, bye. <laughs> so don't plan it. It'll just happen by itself. It really will happen. And the right words will come, and it'll be amazing. All right? So stop having a conversation in your head. That's where you're going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe every thought is a lie? Yes. No, you don't. <laughs> well, I don't want to. I don't want to have a semantics go, argument. Ah, ah, I, ah, <laughs> no, because of, there's a there's a semantic issue here where there has to be a difference between thought and revelation. And well, like once you, if head. you have a revelation about something true, I believe that there's truth. You know, but I there's no there revelation in your head. That's where Satan right. dwells. Right. Okay. Yeah. Revelation so that, come from below. Sure. In yeah. your belly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you think you have a revelation in your head? Well, the moment you perceive a revelation, you start to put it into words that are in your head. No? Revelation is words without words. Words without words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God's voice is a voiceless voice. He reveals, and you operate from that. You'll see how to speak out what you're seeing. Yeah. But he's not going to give you something. He's like, law, let me go up here and give him some words. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's not like that. Okay. Bring every thought into captivity. Okay. What? No, this is great. Thank you. It is? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I, it, it's great, yeah. I, I still am trying to figure out how, you know, that if I could just figure the right way to put truth into words, that I could save everybody. I could save my parents, and I could save the country. What would you say to her? If you were walking down the road, she said, I'm trying to figure out what to say to everybody. If I, and then I could save everybody. What would you say if she told you that? Let him have the mic. Um... I'll just say, stop overthinking about it. Just do it. That's it. I'm like, oh, you're crazy. You can't do that. That's insane. You can't figure it out. We don't know anything. And, and, and oh, oh, okay. I got an end, James is telling me. He like. Okay. Let me just tell you this. Some, some could be wrong. Something that you see could be wrong for this moment. But it might not be wrong the next moment. But if you got in your head that it is wrong, if you judge it as right or wrong, then you're trying to make everything fit what you have judged as right or wrong. So you can't figure this out. Really, your thoughts are so far away from God, there's nothing you can do. All right? So stop it. You have a husband? Oh, God. You must be driving him crazy, huh? Not as much as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm How a pretty do you good tell wife her now? to stay out of your hair? Every thought is a lie. It's a lie. Every thought. I, but I How much you. do I have to? How many I, times? I do believe I, you. I do. 
You don't believe it because you're still trying to figure things out. And you heard me say it. Well, I'm, I'm trying to be honest in this moment. No, I'm, I'm glad you're yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah. But how do you think you're going to figure everything out so you can save everybody? You know that's from Satan. Yeah, yeah, I do. We can't save ourselves. We can't save anyone. But just be a daughter yeah. of God. Relax. Right. Yeah. It's and just me still trying to operate in the world by the world's you're by the world's uh, rules. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. listening to Satan, yeah. and you can't serve two. You can only serve one or the other. Yeah. So doubt every thought. All right. Okay. It's hard for women. Is it? Look at Victoria. She won't even pray. <laughs> <laughs> one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. But you won't pray. <laughs> All right. Let's take one phone call, Jay. Maybe two, and then we're done. Okay. Olivia from Michigan needs help overcoming anger. Can you say Olivia from Michigan? Olivia from Michigan. Welcome to church. Hi. Hi, Olivia. Thanks for having me. Yes. Yeah, so um, I've been listening to your show for um, this past month, and... Um, I believe God led me to it because I've been having a really hard time with forgiveness. And I just was struggling to understand, like, how I can forgive those who have done me wrong, um, especially when they, you know, it really hurts inside. So listening to your perspective on it, you know, it's really opened up a lot, um, you know, inside me. And it's got me, you know, thinking about a lot about my life. And, um... I'm currently having an issue with my mom. <laughs> Go figure. Of course. Um, so, Always um, mama. Have, yeah, exactly. It boils down to it. I, I got to the point. I'm like, dang it, it's my mom. <laughs> um, but so I'm just kind of looking for some guidance and encouragement from you. Um, so I'm having like a lot of resentment, anger, and I find myself judging her. And, you know, we've always had a good relationship, but. You've never I had a just, good relationship I, with her. <laughs> Well, I felt like we had. No, um, you just were not speaking up to her. That's why. Yeah, and you know what? You're probably right. Um, yeah. But, I, you know what? She's, uh, I, I'm easily triggered by her. Uh, she's just the one person I could easily lash out on. Yes. And because I, I feel like she's kind of like an easy target because she's not the person that, like, gets super angry. Like, if I were to lash out on my dad, I'd be a little afraid. But my mom, I don't know. She's like an easy punching bag. So um, let me ask, because of time... Have you heard me yes. say, go and forgive your mother? Yes. Um, Have you done that? I, no, I, I plan on doing it today, actually. Um, but we're having, um, I do forgive her for things that happened in the past. Uh, I haven't told her about it yet, but I, I'm planning on to. Yes. But the thing is, we're having a lot of, like, current issues right now that I don't think she's really, like, aware of, things that are really bothering me. Um. Uh, we live together. We're roommates, kind of. You're roommate uh, with like your she... mama? <laughs> yeah. Why? Um, Isn't it like sleeping I, uh... with Satan? <laughs> it like Satan living in my house. He lives in me. You know, what the? At the, at the time, it, it made sense for the both of us. Um, we were just kind of in a sticky situation. But now I'm about to lose my mind. I <laughs> I want yeah. to get out, and I want to live my own life. Um, we share an apartment together, but the thing is, ever since uh, COVID season, she lost her job, and I have been paying all the bills. And like, Amazing. And it's uh, it's been very stressful on me. And so... 
So where so is your anyway, father? Inter- yeah. Where is your father? Um, okay, you're not going to believe this. So <laughs> my dad is uh, living with us too. Um, well, good. He, you forgive your mother today, well, and then you move mm-hmm. out tomorrow, and let them have the well, place. Well, the thing is, like, this is the thing is, is it's my it's well mine and my mom's apartment. Like, we're both on the lease, and my dad he just recently got out of jail right before uh, the lockdown happened. So he was just staying with us temporarily. Right. So he's going to be moving out soon, and they're actually divorced. Um, so. The thing is, I want my mom to move out because I want to stay in my apartment because I love it so much. Okay, Olivia, because um, but, of time, let me just say this. And then call me tomorrow yeah. on the radio show, all right? Um, okay, I can try. Go and forgive your mother today. It's wrong to hate her. That's why you can't deal with her because you're subject to you know, whomever you hate. She can't help yeah. herself. Go and forgive her today. And, and whatever she does, fine. If she deny it, that's fine. You forgive her, God will forgive you. And as soon as you're done, just say, hey, you got to move at the end of this month. You're out. And let her go. Yeah. Well. Let her go. I hope that can work out. She's, she's broke. <laughs> That's why she'll find, put her so in an old folks home or something. <laughs> yeah. Can you put her in an old people home? No, she's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> well, send her back to your father. Tell your father to take her with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to her today. I'm gonna forgive her, but I gotta I gotta lay down the line. Yeah, tell her I that. I feel like I'm her parent. I Look, feel like I'm her parent. Olivia, <laughs> tell her she has yeah. one month to move out. Okay. Yeah, I guess one month or I'm moving out. That's right. If she won't move, you move. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like she's really taken advantage of me. I'm sorry? She's taking advantage of me. Right, because she's controlling you because you hate her. Yeah. If you didn't hate her, she can't control you. Right. That's something else what mama Um, would do to you. I know, yeah, she she does. Yeah, and well, it's funny because I said I, I feel like I'm her parent, but she... But she still tries to like nag me and like get me to do everything. And Olivia, I gotta run, but forgive her. Yeah. And then you can take action. All right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate your time. Okay. Call me tomorrow on the radio show. Okay. All right. Thank you. One, one more, real fast. Everybody's been on hold for over an hour, and we have to get to this one. Real fast. I don't have to do anything but stay black and die. Brandon in Columbus, Ohio asks if he should stay with his Jehovah's Witness girlfriend Brandon No (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't stay with a Jehovah's Witness if I had to Well I've been with her for over a year now You live with her? No I do not live with her I live by myself Oh okay well lock your door (laughs) <laughs> well, Jesse, she's not baptized into it, so she's not really compelled to follow the rules. So what's the problem? Raised. Huh? What is the problem there? <laughs> that's a really good question, Jesse. I mean, that's why, that's why I'm a big fan of you, because you ask those good questions. And 
that's why I wanted to be a part of your church, because a lot of these churches are politically corrupt. I mean, I know you have your political views, but, you know, I went to school to be a minister, and I ended up renouncing my faith because of that, and I just recently became a Christian again, because, you know, kind of what I've been watching your videos and just realizing that Satan is really out there and, and knowing the... So what's the problem with you and your girlfriend? Um, on the left. What's the but problem? I guess the problem is with... It's just because she still is a traditional woman. Like, she'll actually, like, consider me, you know, she's not one of the, the, the normal feminized or feminist women that she's you She's just doing that to get you, man. That's not real. Huh? Say what? That's not I, I real. What's not real? She's pretending. She's pretending? Yeah. Explain that. She's <laughs> she trying to get you, right? So she's acting the way that you want her to act until you have to stand up to her. Then you see the real person. So you think, so she's, so you think even though she's been raised to be like a traditional woman, um, that she still has influenced by feminism in some way, in shape or form? If she's been raised as a Jehovah Witness woman, yeah. She got a lot of really? problems. I've counseled with different. them. So, I know so many cases where guys thought that they, a matter of fact, I know a guy who married a Jehovah Witness girl. She ran away from her family because she hated that religion. It was so strict and crazy, right? And so they came to me for counseling before marriage. I said, don't do it. Give it a year. Don't do it. And he's like, yeah, that makes sense. I think I will wait. He's like, no, no, no. I've already paid for the wedding. I've already sent out invitation to everybody. No, no, no. I'm like, that don't matter. Put it off for a year. And she seemed like such a nice woman, right? And then yeah, he, and he was like, oh, I can't make her do that. Okay, okay, suffer and die. So he married her anyway. And in one month time, she destroyed his house. She threw all of his clothes into the swimming pool, all his home business into the swimming pool. She called up all of his clients, female clients, you messing with my husband, destroy his business and they broke up. They got divorced in one year. Then he had to sell his house that he already had before he married her and give her part of the money. I'm like, what the? I'm like, see, I told you. Don't do it. But he wouldn't listen. And he wanted to, but he was too weak to say no because she said she sent out the invitations and all that. And he has not recovered yet. And that's been over 10 years. She literally wow. destroyed him. But he got what he deserved. And when he told me about it, I'm like, yeah, you got what you deserve. <laughs> so if I were you, I wouldn't marry her or anything right now. Don't have sex. Just kind of date her. You get to know her. Be honest with her. Be fair. And see what happens. I mean, that's what it's been for about a year now. That's you not know, a long time. You it's haven't been long time for me, Jesse. I can, I, I, Jesse, I can tell you, it is a shock that I've been with a woman for over a year for me. But you haven't stood up to her, though. You've been a beta male. <laughs> <laughs> beta 
Uh, Maybe yeah. Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, but I appreciate your show, Jesse. I, I really do. And, uh, I'm doing for the great white hope this year because of you. All right, so. suffer and die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse. Thanks. Thank you so much. All right. These kind of stories remind me of the, the young, rich ruler who had done well in life, made a lot of money. You know, he was white, <laughs> spoke properly. And so he's, yes, racing toward the rest. So he walking down the road, he saw Jesus. And everybody like, Jesus, something else. I really like Jesus. Jesus, help me. So this guy like went over to Jesus and said, Jesus, I've got all my wealth. I'm doing really well in life. I, owe, I own the Trump Tower downtown. <laughs> what can I do to follow you? And Jesus like, sell all your stuff and follow me. And the guy like, no, I don't think I can do that. And he suffered later. I've seen so many people do that. They ask my advice. I'm telling them the truth, but it, because it's not what they want to hear and the ego is in the way, they won't listen to it, and they suffer. And you have to let them suffer. And when they tell you that they're suffering, like, suffer and die. I tried to tell you. Family members and everybody. Because you can't force people to do the right thing. He's going to suffer for a while longer. Because he's not ready to give her up, meaning that he's not ready to stand up. So you got to do that. Uh, Victoria, did you have a quick question for me? I saw your hand. Yes. Okay. Because um, the money thing, that's a lot of what I do. So my question for you was, um, is this a thing where I should just keep at it until I get the... Um, guidance to not do it anymore? Because my, my, what I do is I try to help people focus on money. That's a big part of what I do. You try to help them focus on money? Yeah. Why, why do you want them to focus on money? Or not focus on money, but just focus on like different ways to position themselves in life? No, you can show them how to do that, but their focus should be on seeking what's right. Because you don't want, you don't want to cause them to love money more than anything mm -hmm. else. Yeah, that, that was more or less my question. Yeah. How do I do that without avoiding, well, with avoiding that? Like the not... same thing I told this young lady, live in the present and you'll see how to do it. You can't learn in advance how to do it. Mm -hmm. let, let the light shine and show you. So just take it as it comes, yes. basically. Okay, Absolutely. That works. All right. Yes, Grace. What are you thinking, Grace? <laughs> Why? Some is on your mind. <laughs> what is it? Just tell me. Just say it. Do you, do you want Gerald to lead the room? <laughs> I'll tell you in private. <laughs> You'll tell me in private? Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't want to mention it here? No. Oh, okay. See, I can tell something on her mind. She got up and walked out. Now she's back. She's like, what the? I needed a break. <laughs> so what? I needed a break. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, tell me later. But listen, um, relax, all right? Don't make up stuff in your head. Just seek the kingdom. Do the silent prayer. Speak up. It's going to be amazing. And when you know you're wrong about something, hey, I'm wrong. Feel the pain of it, and you get over it. All right? And parents, you got to be, you know, I was thinking about, I can't say your name. Say it one more time. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like I love you? I love you. He has a son who looked just like him. 
He's a reflection. His son is a reflection of him. I'm serious. If you ever seen his son, it looked like he had that baby. He looked just like him. Likewise, that's how we'll become of the father. We'll become a reflection of him. And when the world see us, they will see that in us. We won't taste it, feel it. We won't even know that that's what they're looking at. And when you speak, it's going to all be a reflection of the father. And it's going to work out very well. Just like, like his kid. Look just like him. I have a son who looked just like me. Big head, just everything. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and likewise, we'll be a reflection of the Father, all right? Okay, so do the silent, do the silent prayer, folks, and stay with it. Uh, I got, we'll take those other calls next week. Yep. All right. Call the show if I didn't get to you today. Um, we'll have an immense form this Thursday. This is the first Thursday, right? A men's forum this Thursday night at 7 p.m. All men are invited. All men. Um, any other announcement, Hermes? And don't forget to donate to the church and to the nonprofit. We definitely appreciate it. And we'll reach the Super Chats of D-Live over uh, the show tomorrow. All right? Thank you. But you've got to stay with the prayer. Stay out of your head because there's nothing another person can do about it. It's spiritual. You are a spirit. And there is nothing anyone can do but point you back to that. All right? So thank you, folks, and I appreciate you all. It was fun today. Thank you. All right. So Joel coming with the basket. Nothing is free. And then and James coming with the credit card. Any, this is your first time, right? Any questions about anything?